sexy uh, <laughs> uh welcome to no eye contact honey is here you can't really see her she's kind of hidden behind my desk poles but she is here she has arrived uh my name is ash i'm a virgo i'm 25 i wonder what honey's sign is i don't know when her birthday is but i adopted her in august what is that a leo i don't think she's a leo What's after Leo? I think she's way more a Virgo than a Leo. But that's not your real birthday. Hi! She's sitting up now. Hi, honeys. She knew I was talking about her. Anyways, why am I talking about Zodiacs? Even though I talk about them every single fucking time. <clears throat> well, as of fucking two days ago, it's I'm recording this on February 21st. It's Pisces season, baby. Woo! Pisces season. Let's go. I like Pisces. I like Pisces a lot. I've, I've gotten along with almost every Pisces I've encountered. Um, I have a sweet bean that I am best friends with named Allie. Um, who's a Pisces? And she's such a Pisces. Such a Pisces. But so I'm continuing my zodiac sign um education and we're moving right along you know we did aquarius and honestly that episode was rough it was my first time doing a zodiac sign episode didn't know exactly how i wanted to structure them i feel like this i feel like i'll probably get better every time i do one money i could see i could see honey being a pisces emotional sensitive stinky <laughs> um but so yeah let's get right into fucking pisces brother i'm gonna drink a little water pour one out for my pisces homies mm. tastes wet okay so pisces the fish the fishies pisces is the 12th sign of the zodiac it is the last sign it's between aquarius and aries and the dates are February 19th to March 20th. And it kind of signifies like, or it falls where winter is coming to an end and spring is about to begin. And it's represented by two fish. And this is a quote. It's symbolized by two fish swimming in opposite directions, representing the constant division of Pisces attention between fantasy and reality. Mm -hmm. it's a water sign and it makes sense you know unlike fucking Aquarius see you honey catch on the flip um it's a water sign it's a water sign with it's Pisces Cancer and Scorpio those are the water signs and what is, what does it mean to be a water sign you know um, people with, this is a quote, people with accented element of water have something to learn about their emotional nature. This is the element of greatest possibilities, but often puts us to sleep and makes, huh? 
This is the element of greatest possibilities, but often puts us to sleep and makes it impossible for a person to creatively express themselves. This is a field of all talents and everything that was left for us to take in this lifetime. Here lies the river of everyone that lived before us and everyone that is ever going to be born. Water is a pool of endless possibility and it is almost impossible to find direction in it if there is no contact with fire. The element of fire burns bright as a guiding light and gives person energy, passion, and direction where their talents can be found and properly used through creation. Element of water standing alone simply carries us from shore to shore, from left to right, and even though life can be magical and dreamy inside of it, we could simply be spinning in circles without ever finding a way out. This person sounds anti-water sign. The person who wrote this is a fire sign. I can fucking tell. Okay, this is the element of... This is talking about water. This is the element of constant movement, but slow and steady, swirling inside each of us and holding on to its mystery. This is the element of conception and death, of illusions and fairy tales, holding the secret to our soul, its beginning and its end. I like that. So yeah, water sign. Them bitches wet. Them bitches emotional. Um, their greatest compatibility is with a Virgo and a Taurus. And that's what's crazy is that <clears throat> my like best friend group, not counting Everett, Everett, you're part of it, but we were the OGs. I'm sorry. I love you, but we were the OGs is me, Aaron and Allie. I'm a Virgo. Allie's a Pisces and Aaron is a Taurus. We're going to be a thruple. I've decided. Anyways, so uh Pisces ooh, Pisces was ruled by Jupiter in ancient astrology and Jupiter is the planet of expansion, generosity and belief systems. <laughs> Let's take that line again. Planet of expansion, generosity and belief systems. This is a quote. Jupiter grants Pisces people the gift of empathy and emotional understanding. But now in modern astrology it is ruled by Neptune which is the planet that governs creativity and dream. Um, Pisces are known to have big imaginations. Um, and Neptune also oversees escapism and illusion. So there's a lot of talking about how Pisces are very creative, but they also like, they fight that line between fantasy and reality. Like they're just in their heads. They're just, they have big imaginations. They're just fucking in la la land all the time, um, which helps with their like creativity and shit. But so this is a quote about Neptune. Neptunian energy is like the energy of the ocean. Magical, mysterious, and often scary. When the fog is thick on the water, the horizon is obstructed and there is no differ differentiation between the sea and the sky. So, hell yeah. Uh... Space shit. Let's talk space shit. So it's the 14th largest constellation overall. And it's part of the C section of the sky, just like Aquarius. Um, it's home to several galaxies, including Messier. I hope I'm saying that right. Messier 74 or M74, which is a spiral galaxy that is 24 million light years away. And this is a quote about M74. 
M74 resembles a slightly smaller version of the Milky Way, so it looks like a glowing cosmic pinwheel. Its spiral arms contain clouds of gas and dust that create new stars. The brightest and hottest of these new stars are blue, giving the spiral arms a blue tint. The hottest newborn stars emit radiation that strips the electrons from hydrogen atoms in these clouds. As the electrons rejoin the atoms, they emit a red glow, so the clouds of hydrogen look like red or pink dots. And I just thought that was fucking sick. M74. Fuck yeah. And she's pretty. I looked at the pictures. I'll show some pictures. She's gorgeous. She's beautiful. 24 light years away. Wave to her. Um, here's some history. So Pisces is Latin for f- fishes. I wrote that down. Now I'm, now I'm questioning it. Because fishes? Is fishes a word? Fishes is a word. Cool. <laughs> learn something new every day on this podcast yeah so it's latin for fishes i'm gonna google what is pisces latin for because i don't trust myself okay it means fish not fishes calm the fuck down okay it's latin for fish and this is also a quote the constellation of pisces got its name from the latin plural of fish fishes it was recognized in Babylonian constellations of, don't know how to say this, okay, Sin, Sin, Sinunutu, Sinutu, it's an S with like something over it, I-N-U-N-U-T-U, and it means the great swallow, or that's what it was, in current Western Pisces, and another name I can't say, which meant the lady of heaven, where the northern fishes. Babylonians also called the constellation the tails, picturing two fish swimming in the opposite directions while representing rivers Euphrates and Tigris. A part of this constellation was thought of as a, of as, quote, the fish cord slash ribbon connecting the two fish. All right, so the... Literally, the constellation looks like, just like how the Aquarius is the water bearer, like a person pouring out a vase of water. The Pisces constellation looks like two fish swimming in opposite directions connected by a cord or a ribbon. But so here is the Greek myth of Pisces. And to be honest, I was a little disappointed because last time, and I'm hoping most of the Zodiacs I'll be able to find in my book I was referencing mythos i have it right here by stephen fry i there was literally nothing about the pisces fucking mythology in here and that kind of pissed me off because it felt like a pretty significant story um but so here it goes so aphrodite who is the goddess i just wrote goddess of i didn't say what beauty is a beauty hold on wait sexual love and beauty got it she fucks aphrodite the goddess of sexual love and beauty and then eros who is also a god of love and sex um it says originally he was a primordial god but in later accounts he is described as the child of aphrodite and Ares. so um anyways it's the story of aphrodite and eros running from typhon 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 typhoon typhon 
It's T-Y-P-H-O-N. So I'm going to say Typhon. But so this is the only piece of this story that was uh, like in my book a little bit was just like who Typhon was. So Typhon is the product of, and I don't know if you remember from the Aquarius one, Gaia and Tartarus who are like the OGs. Gaia is earth. Tartarus is like the caves and the, the caves and the depths of the earth. So Typhon is their baby and he is quote, the worst and deadliest of all the monsters. <laughs> um, and he gave us typhus, typhoid, and the deadly tropical storm, the t- tropical storm, the typhoon. So he is a bad guy. He's real scary. And yeah, he is a Greek god who is just fucking horrible. And he is described as, get this, a giant with the upper body of a man, but his legs were like two big ass snakes and his head was a collection of snake heads, which constantly released a terrible scream and he had wings. So he sounds like a damn cutie if you ask me, but, um. I feel like he would never be able to sneak up on anyone because his heads would just, his heads, his snake heads would just be screaming. But so basically the other gods on Mount Olympus, you know, the gods, they did not get along with him. I wonder why. Um, they didn't get along with him. They like kind of treated him like an outcast. You know, they didn't let him chill on Mount Olympus uh, with them. And one day he got pissed about it. And he was like, you know what, bitches, I'm, I'm coming up there. I'm coming up on Mount Olympus and I'm fucking wreaking havoc. Cause fuck y'all. Fuck y'all. Oh, let's pause this. I forgot to tell you what happened to me yesterday. Pause, 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 pause. Listen to what happened to me yesterday. So my parents this past week went, uh, went to Jamaica for a week um it was great I basically had a week-long vacation of not seeing my parents so it was cool I just had to keep the family dog anyways when they got back from Jamaica they got me a gift of like this apparently famous Jamaican rum like that Jamaica's famous for supposedly I don't know Apparently their taxi driver told them all this. And so then they like bought it at duty free in the airport. But so they got like a three pack and they got one for my mom, one for my brother and one for me. And it was just really cool. Cause one, it was a gift and it like, um, they were saying it was like super fucking strong. Like some people, if their joints hurt, they'll rub it on their joints. Like if they have a headache, they'll rub it on the top of their head. Like it's like crazy. But so I was probably not going to drink it. I was probably going to treat it as like a decoration because it was cute and it had like I don't know it kind of had like historical shit on it hi um so anyways I and also my parents have never given me excuse me my parents have never given me a gift of alcohol so I was like whoa this is cool and so from there I put it in my my bag my purse my bag and I went to Ingalls to get gas And then I went into Ingalls to get groceries. And as I'm walking through the parking lot, my bag is not zipped up all the way. And I sling my bag over my shoulder. And then I just hear a shattering of glass and I get splashed by liquid. 
So the fucking glass bottle of rum fell out of my bag and fucking shattered in the parking lot. So then, I mean, I'm not going to leave fucking broken glass in the parking lot. So I'm picking it up as much as I fucking can. I slice my goddamn finger open. And so first I'm upset because I'm like, I had this fucking gift for like 20 minutes. I had this gift for 20 minutes and now it's gone forever. And also, people were in the parking lot when I fucking dropped it and shattered it. And, like, you know, I look like a fucking crackhead. Um, Because, like, why did you have just, like, I don't know. Why did you have that at 11 o'clock on a Saturday? But, so then, after I picked up the glass, I realized that I fucking sliced, I sliced my finger. And it is gushing blood, gushing blood. And... It was so bad that um, I went up to the pharmacy counter and I was like, hi, can I please have a paper towel and like maybe a Band-Aid? And she hooked me right up. She gave me a wet paper towel and then she gave me a Band-Aid. And bro, it bled so fucking much and it still hurts. It's not bleeding anymore, but it hurts. And at first for a long time, and by a long time, I mean the duration of my grocery trip, I felt really embarrassed. I, f- I was like upset with myself. I kept being like, this is the dumbest thing I've done in a long time. And then I told my friend Mads about it. And Mads said the perfect thing you could say. Mads said, that's not dumb. That was just an accident. Of course. I forgot the accidents happen. And that's so fucking true. Like, and Mads was talking about how they've been working on like, or they had just talked to their therapist about like bullying the self. And that's so true. Cause I really was bullying myself and being like, you fucking idiot. Like you fucking, you broke this fucking thing. It's embarrassing that you did this in the parking lot. You broke this fucking gift. Like you sliced your fucking finger. Like you fucking deserve this. But dude, and I could, I could sit there and be like, it's my fault. Cause I didn't, you know, I shouldn't have left it in my, I should have left it in the car. I should have zipped my bag up all the way. I should have, I should have done this. I should have done this. And I even called my mom in Ingalls to be like, ha ha ha. I did this dumb thing. And my mom was being like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like I should have waited to give it to you. It's my fault. And I was like, bitch, how's it your fault? But like accidents fucking happen. Uh, Accidents happen. Don't bully yourself. So yeah. That just, I started picking at it and it was hurting. And then it made me remember that I wanted to tell the podcast. <clears throat> Anyways, back to Typhon. So Typhon's like, fuck you, bitches. I'm coming on Mount Olympus. I'm wreaking havoc. Fuck you. So um, all the gods scatter and run and escape from him. I think a lot of them turned into animals to get away. Like, I know that's a thing for Zeus. Zeus will just, like, turn into a fucking eagle and fly away. Um, but Aphrodite and Eros, which, by the way, Eros, like, in Roman mythology is Cupid. Anyways, Aphrodite and Eros were the only ones who did not shapeshift. And then Typhon is closing in on them. So, at this point, at the last second, two fish appear... And they let Eros and Aphrodite jump on their backs and then they swim away from Typhon to safety. And so to honor the noble deed of saving these two gods, um, the gods place the two fish in heaven as the constellation Pisces. 
And this is a quote. Some legends say that Aphrodite and Eros turned themselves into fish and escaped that way. Since the other gods turned into animals but did not have constellations named after that event, it seems unlikely that this is truly the case. <laughs> and here's another quote. Most versions of the Typhon Escape legend speak of the tails of the fish being tied together to avoid losing each other. The constellation of Pisces represents two fish with their tails tied together. I think it's cute that their tails are tied together. But so yeah, that's short and sweet. That's the story of the Greek mythology of Pisces. They helped the two gods of love escape from a fucking horrifying monster. So fuck yeah fishes but so um this is about the greek connection and this is a quote this is a big quote it is in the nature of pisces to run away from all sorts of monsters they are easily frightened and the myth tells about their ability to change shapes and put on different masks in order to avoid getting hurt in case of a in case of a very good planetary position in connection to pisces it will help a person hold on to a secret that they will benefit from. If the position is not that positive, panic and fear might take over and hiding will become the way of life. In the worst possible connection, this myth can represent death by drowning and the love story that ends in a tragic way because of monsters partners had to face. Whoa. The primal nature of Pisces tells about people who have the tendency to get stuck and just like fish get tangled inside a fisherman's net. They will often find themselves entangled in problems, situations they couldn't predict, and their movement through life will be full of obstacles for as long as they run heedlessly through it. I don't remember putting that quote in there, but that was, that felt negative. <laughs> um, so yeah, you know, there's positives and negatives to all the signs. Um, wow, okay. I, <laughs> that really, I don't know how to, Okay. <laughs> Let's move right on. <laughs> so here's the characteristics of Pisces. Their strengths are that they are compassionate, they are artistic, intuitive, gentle, wise, and musical. Their weaknesses is that they're fearful, overly trusting, sad, <laughs> desire to escape reality, and can be a victim or a, or a martyr. What's a martyr? Martyr is... <laughs> a person who is killed because of their religious or other beliefs okay all right scary um so pisces are pretty friendly and they tend to find themselves in the company of many different kinds of people they're usually selfless and they're always willing to help others uh, this is a quote. They're connected to art, music, and any sort of liberal expression. Every Pisces representative has a talent they need to use to feel creative and free. Here's another quote. Tolerant and compassionate, they could do too much for other people out of good intentions, forgetting about their own well-being in the process. And they, um, Pisces are known to be very emotional. They feel things very deeply. They're very intuitive. All right, I have a couple of, like, big quotes about Pisces. Okay. Pisces signs are sensitive and get along well in small groups of people. Sometimes a Pisces may feel like they have an internal and external self, and they may need to spend a lot of time solo to recalibrate those two halves of themselves. A Pisces is rarely lonely when they are by themselves and have an active imagination. 
Creative, Pisces love spending time reading, exploring, or creating art or music and understanding their emotions through art. Here's another one. Those with the Pisces sign may seem quiet, but they are incredibly strong and have a very strong sense of right and wrong. Their moral compass, along with their gut, guides them well. When a Pisces speaks up, people listen. Pisces tend to take in everything around them, and they are great people to ask for advice on pretty much anything. While Pisces have strong convictions about the best way for them to live, they have a live-and-let-live approach when it comes to others, and are accepting and non-judgmental of all. Love that. Here's another one. As the final sign, Pisces has absorbed every lesson, the joys and the pains, the hopes and the fears learned by all of the other signs. This makes these fish the most psychic, empathetic, and compassionate creatures of the astrological wheel. With such immense sensitivity, Pisces can easily become swallowed by emotions and must remember to stay grounded in the material realm. Love. Okay, last one. Those with this sun sign must be wary of mirages. These impressionable fish prefer wearing rose-colored glasses to addressing problems, which can earn Pisces a reputation for being flaky or delusional. This water sign should remember that problems can't be solved by swimming away. Willful ignorance never makes conflict disappear. It only gives it the chance to grow. So yeah, love of Pisces. They make great artists, make great uh, creatives. They're very kind and gentle empathetic sensitive psychic adaptable dreamy generous curious creative naive gullible last quote finally pisces is the believer of the zodiac pisces opposite sign is virgo the skeptical um the skeptical editor of the zodiac together these two signs are in constant conversation about expansion and contraction faith and skepticism they are two sides of the same mutable coin okay i literally put that in because i'm a virgo and I'm just trying to show Allie that we are soulmates. <laughs> so, and we complete each other. So, <clears throat> cheese. So, yeah. Pisces are little sweethearts. I mean, they're known to be very giving. And you can see that from the two fish who decided to help. You know, they didn't have to help Aphrodite and Eros. Could have just kept being fish. They weren't. Typh- Typhon wasn't coming after them. And, okay, I wonder if these bitches, I know all of this is, like, not real, but, like, in Aquarius, Ganymede, who got turned into the constellation Aquarius, and then these two fish, who got turned into the constellation Pisces, like, do you, I know that's, like, an honor, but, like, do you want to be turned to a constellation? Like, if I'm just trying to live my life, and then maybe, like, I run across a god and then they're like i'm gonna put you in the stars what if you're like i have a family like i don't have time to just be chilling in the stars like you i don't feel like you have a choice (laughs) is it good i don't know they make it sound good but anyways so something i didn't do with aquarius which i wish that i did but i'm gonna try to do um with the other zodiacs is i want to list some famous people from that zodiac sign and i have a mix of like uh old people and modern people historical people so yeah here's some famous pisces we've got harriet tubman elliot page rihanna kurt cobain olivia rodrigo tyler the creator whoa vicky jack harlow corbin blue johnny knoxville 
Lupita Nyong'o, Ashley Green, Dr. Seuss, Buddy Velastro, who is Cake Boss, <laughs> Jordan Peele, Theo Vaughn, George Miller, who is the uh, Mad Max Fury Road and also the Happy Feet director, and Blake Anderson of Workaholics. Um, and there's, trust me, there's a long list. There was a long list of famous Pisces, but this was my edited list <laughs> of who I thought represented the many sides of Pisces well. And yeah, that's pretty much it. This I know this was like a shorter episode. I guess the Zodiac sign episodes are going to be kind of short on accident. Sorry. Um, but yeah, I fucking love a Pisces. Allie, I love you. Your birthday's coming up in the next month and I'm so excited. Hopefully, I'm really, really hoping we get to celebrate it together because I have plans for your birthday. I have plans. And I'm hoping you listen to this episode because you're like, ooh, I'm a Pisces. And then you'll hear me say, I have plans for your birthday. And then you'll be like, okay, fine. I'll hang out with you for my birthday. And then we, my plans can come to fruition. But anyways, if you listen this far, you're awesome. Thank you. I love you. If you didn't listen to this, fuck you. I fucking hate you. Um, thank you to Honey for being an excellent guest or co-host. She's cleaning herself right now, so. Mm. Honey has Pisces energy. She's creative. She's sensitive. She's emotional. She's selfless. Anyways, my name is Ash. This was No Eye Contact. Thank you for watching if you did. And I'll catch you on the fucking lip brother. Mm-hmm.